0: Hey! This is JJ and Alex. I made a name for myself. I told you I won't be denied. As you wrap up your day, it's time to get your fix of the teams you live for and the sports you love. This is JJ and Alex. Presented by G2G Bars on 97.5,
1: the KSL Sports Zone. All right, everybody, welcome on in. It's another edition of JJ and Alex right here, 97.5 KSL Sports Zone. Alex Curie, Jeremiah Jensen. That's the JJ portion of the JJ and Alex. We're just uh, we're throwing JJ into the fire here. We're, we're doing a baptism by fire on these uh, on these shows at the Mountain America Expo Center. It was the boat show a couple of weeks ago, and now we're at my. I would say, I'd have to say this is my favorite one. The RV show at Mountain America Expo Center, we're staring a 40-foot toy hauler right in the face here. Like, these get bigger and bigger. They get more amazing. They have become homes on wheels. It's a good – here's the thing. I appreciate this because I'm going to have to help my kids buy a home one day, and this is going to be it. (laughs) There's no way your kids are actually <laughs> going to be able to own a home
2: ten years from now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So just buy them a seventy-five thousand yes! dollar RV. Yes. And at the
1: and finance uh, it for eight percent. Here's the deal. <laughs> now you don't want to do that. What are the rates going to be here, there? Here's the deal. You come to a place like this, on the at the uh, at the show. They have special financing. That's the Ooh. whole deal. You come here. There's no excuse. You got to go. roll in here and you got to make this thing happen. But you see stuff that you never see they have the newest of the new that can roll out but they also have insane savings on on crazy stuff the uh your computer already knows where we're at because you got a you got a pointed rv uh ad at Alrighty. the top of your iac i spoke that into this there. microphone and boom i know right there that's the way my instagram works can i say works? the brand right now? paris rv yeah, well, right on my laptop well they're also right in front of us so it works out they,
2: 795
1: <laughs> per month 10% down boom you got it isn't that crazy so we're going to be chatting with folks from the rv show all day long today and uh it's going to be across the board, all the different brands, all the different things you can imagine to buy. And it's not just RV stuff. It's the really fun – it's the accessories, JJ, that really make it cool. I mean, my goodness, you could you could get an electric bike at the uh, place right next to us, some helmets. You can Very get cool. some motorcycles. I mean, my heavens. They got it all here. So uh, we'll be talking about it all day. <sighs> but we have other things to get to. And that giant sigh was over the Utah Jazz where – You and I both talked about it yesterday. Oh, they're going to lose probably pretty big to the Lakers, even without even without LeBron. That gave you a little hope, but you told me yesterday you are like, yeah, this is this is not a a situation that's been figured out yet. There is a lot of things that are wrong. I think Will Hardy called it uh, a bit of a mess. Yeah, and it is. It's a mess right now. It's not pretty. But this jazz team, let's jump into the program here and let's get going. Our show is always brought to you by G2G Bars. All natural ingredients, no preservatives. The G2G bar is perfect for anybody who needs a quick, tasty, and nutritious boost. Uh, And also Trajan Wealth, but also the RV show, where we are today. And that's how we're going to kick off uh, the cut. So let's jump right to it, Alex, if you will. It's time for the biggest story of the day. This is what made the cut with J.J. and Alex on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. All right, J.J., let's talk about, one, this Lakers matchup last night, and, of course, we're going to get you to a preview of tonight's matchup, a nice back-to-back with the the, uh, Warriors after going Warriors loss, Lakers loss, Warriors tonight. Give me some hope, J.J., I can't. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Look, they just need
2: to get to the all-star break, uh, take some time away. They'll have a chance to figure some things out when they get back. But here's the just the – I'm just going to be straight up with everybody, Alex. Yeah. This team's not built to win right now. Okay. They're not. The moves that were made at the trade deadline did not make them better. They're playing younger players more minutes. And with that come mistakes, which with that come empty possessions, missed opportunities, while the other team – Teams that are playing right now are fighting for a playoff spot. The Lakers right. are trying to dig out of a hole that they put themselves sure. in. The Warriors are the same way. They want to get in the play and They want to make the playoffs. Those teams do not want to miss. The Jazz have incentive
1: not to make the playoffs. In if, fact, the Jazz have incentive to finish in the bottom 10 in the NBA yes. to keep that pick. If, if, uh, if the Warriors last night would have held on to the 22-point lead that they at mm-hmm. one point had and instead lose to the Clippers – in ugly fashion. If they were to blow, let's say they won by 22. Do they bring everybody and, and make this a game that they want to they wanna get an easy one on? Because uh, today it's reported that not one of these veterans, not one of the core of this team is going to miss the second half of a back-to-back, a road back-to-back. They're all looking at each other going, this was a moment where they probably sat down in the locker room last night and went, not good enough. This is insane. We have Steph Curry on a shooting streak that is historic and is being forgotten because you have bad play by a lot of the folks who are around him. I mean, you lose a 22-point lead. So the Warriors team that's coming to Salt Lake tonight uh, is, is hungry and beat the Jazz by double digits. Oh, what was it on, on Monday? 22 it was, points. It was 22 points, yeah. And then they lose last night by 16 to the Lakers, and it could have been more. I mean, it was – so it's a, it's a team that's coming in very motivated tonight. It's a team that was super frustrated last night, and that's not a good combination for a young team who's trying to get their their uh, their wits about them I, You know there's a handful of things that i I could be very, very critical with the jazz on right now, but but I'm not really interested in the critique part because I, I think that you know the reality is is that when Locke told us yesterday, look, they're going to be better after the all star break. <laughs> And a lot of it's going to have to do with the schedule that they play. Charlotte <laughs> to start. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> but also, I would imagine that these guys will all have a little bit of a reset. And I don't know. Uh, for the long term, is this how the, re- is this how the rest of the season is going to go? Because you you told me yesterday, this is a team that's going to lose a lot of games over the next little while. Yeah, I think so. I, I just think, th- I, like I said,
2: they're not built to win at the rate that they were winning before. And if even if you look back at that run where they won, what, 14 of 18? Yeah. 16 of 20? Yeah that uh, got, got a lot of us excited, thinking that this team belongs in a play-in situation, and maybe they could climb up to seven, six, maybe, um, and avoid the play-in, but th- those days are long gone. That team, A, benefited from a lot of luck. They didn't have to face Damian Lillard in Milwaukee. They didn't have to face Joel Embiid in Philadelphia. I could go on and on about games where they played teams that were less than full strength. Sure. They took advantage of it. Give them credit for that. Uh, they racked up some wins. I don't think the Jazz were as good as they were during that stretch. And I don't think they're as bad as they are right now. Uh, but they are in a stretch right now where they were shaking a little bit. The rotations are out of whack. Look, when you're trying to build a team during a season, why do you have training camp? Why do you have training camp?
3: Oh,
1: okay. Is, let me get this one. <laughs> Is it so that they can gel? <laughs>
2: yeah, I made you say gel. <laughs>
1: I made you say gel. Uh,
2: I hate it. Yes. I hate the gel you so much. come to camp. You are together, multiple practices per day. Everyone's here together, uh, focused on getting right and getting ready for a season where you don't have to go out and play every night, where you're practicing every day. You're figuring out how everything works together. So what happens at a trade deadline when you trade multiple guys in the rotation? You're starting over. You're right. Because all of that goes out the window because the starting lineup isn't the same. The rotation's not the same. The guys coming off the bench aren't the same. You have to figure all these things out on the fly with little practice and while you're introducing somebody new or you're bringing in a young player who was playing in the G League and now he's expected to have rotation minutes. Let's look at Taylor Hendricks. 16 minutes last night. 16. Taylor Horton Tucker was not in the rotation and now he's back in the rotation playing 16 minutes a game off the bench. Right. So the team is different and all of a sudden you have to go through another acclimation process while you're playing other teams that are in prime position, that are in prime shape, that are in prime chemistry. You look at the Lakers now. They're starting to feel good about themselves. They, they're starting to rack up some wins. The Warriors, before last night's collapse, had won four straight games, including a really impressive win over the Jazz on Money. That's a team that's been playing together forever. This is not one of those things where you're adding a veteran into the mix. This is a situation where you are changed multiple rotation players and replaced a lot of it with youth. And that's a combination that's not going to help you win at the highest level. That's where the Jazz are at right now. It's not because they're trying to lose games. This is just who they are. Right. It's impossible to be a Lakers-Warriors team unless they're having a really off night when this is what you
1: are presenting on the court each and every one of these games. You know what? I got a new attitude about it. <clears throat> the way you just presented it, I know it's not the way the front office would want to present it, but let's make some T-shirts. Training camp 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it going. Here's the problem: you can, Alex. Only, you can only wear them for the next like two weeks. You know, I love it. All star break, and then and then the camp's over. <laughs> <laughs> when does by the time camp camp ends, <laughs> the season's over? No, that's the point. How many? How many? When I mean, we have like two months left of the season? Yeah, or it's, less. I don't know. The good news is this: you're going to see this team come together on nights. And figure some things out there are moments in the game right where they have where they do figure things out there are moments you know I'm I'm trying to think what the actual time stamps were on on when these were happening but I'm watching the game last night and there were some crucial moments right and usually those are runs in basketball right so that run that the Jazz gave up after Taylor Hendricks hit no no hit when I say he just hit the backboard only on that three-pointer he missed terribly Yes. like a church ball three right right uh, it turned into a, a quick transition points or quick transition points that turned into more transition points that turned into three more bad turnovers in a row that turned into a 17 to run in uh, the middle of the third quarter boom just like that they were they were up by four with you know, like two minutes into the into the third quarter now this has happened in, in in all of three of these losses that they've had so far with this new makeup of the team after the deadline. Where they get it going, they have some moments, they're pretty close at some point and then when the end of the third or the beginning at the end of the third quarter was just abysmal. I mean it was yeah. so bad. They they were going to walk out of the out of that third quarter maybe a single digit down single digits but instead it ended up being down what they were down the 16. Uh, they were. It was another half. JJ. I, I, I wrote this down last night when I was watching. It It was another half that they gave up, almost seventy. So they're outscored, yeah. like seventy to sixty-two or something like that. Or, or sorry, seventy to fifty-two in the second half after they had, uh, you know, a pretty decent showing through two and a quarter quarters. So I I looked at that at, at that last night and I saw the different runs and I was looking to see when somebody was going to kind of take over some of that leadership. And I haven't seen that from Lowry yet, right? He didn't have a phenomenal night. No, six of fifteen, two of seven from three, sixteen points, eight rebounds. John Collins continues to not be very special from the from the floor. And that's that's a tough thing. I mean, I, I say that, I mean the reality is he's been really bad. Shooting the three especially. Oh of three last night. Uh I think he's I, I think I was I was listening to Locke talk about this, and he's 17%, I think, over 20 games, over the last 20 games, or 17 games or something like that. 17% from, from, uh, from three. That's, a, that's when you don't have the green light, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's when you only shoot three because uh, that's the amount that you're given before you say you're done, you're not, you're not, you can't shoot anymore. Yep. Now, Taylor Hendricks is a guy that has not learned how to shoot yet in the league, and that's a skill that you have to acquire. And there's something else that happened last night with this Lakers team that I, I feel like does not matter if you're a good shooting team or not. The amount of energy disparity that there was on the floor at home is unacceptable. That's yeah. the kind of stuff that must drive uh, Will Hardy nuts. When you're out there, your team is the one who's not hustling. You're the ones who aren't diving for the rebounds out of bounds. It's the Lakers. And, and the Lakers without LeBron. You don't get twenty-seven and a half from LeBron, you know, last night. You don't get his usual kind of output, and you still have these guys. Now, Anthony Davis is is a pretty special player this year. Like he's a pretty good. He's a pretty darn good basketball All player this year. All star. Uh, but it's not. It's just not one of those times where you look and you go, yeah. But at least get the effort going. But I I, I would imagine that they're pretty tired, right? And, and I think that emotionally, mentally, they're sort of spent. And I think that it will be really, really good for them to have a break. Unfortunately, it comes after tonight's game against exactly. the Warriors. A lot of what you're saying is, is right,
2: goes right to my point that the margin for error in the NBA is slim, and everybody's got talent on the floor. But when your talent is missing shots and allowing easy points in transition and allowing a team to get in rhythm, the, also, the other thing is not defending. So Rui Hachimura, oh, gosh. 36 points last night. You can't give up 36 points. To, you can give it up to, to Anthony Davis. He's going to get his. Right. He had 37 and 15 last night. He's an all-star. That's going to happen. But when Rui Hachimura gets 36 and Austin Reeves gets 22, that's a Lakers dub, right? You can't do that. Without LeBron, you can't give up 36 because Rui gave the Lakers – the typical kind of production that LeBron probably would have given them. That's what I'm saying. In you, Salt
1: Lake City, do you think that they looked and they went, "Rui, we're going to need you to step into <laughs> LeBron's shoes." <city."> <laughs> like that's, that's not his. That's not his look, thing. I think and I, that I, that give Rui his, credit. That must be his season high, right? Because I'm looking no the question. rest of his. Uh, it might be a career high. He's, a, he's an 11 point a game guy for the rest of the year.
2: Give Rui credit. Had a great game last night, but he needs to give credit to the Jazz defense because it was bad last night. Right. right. Their defense sucks. Okay, you give up 138 at home, uh, and you allow 36 to Rui. Their defense is bad. And a lot of that also is the same thing. you got players in there that aren't committed on that end. So you combine the lack of experience, you combine the youth, you combine the issues with the Jazz right now on the floor, the lack of defense, you've got a recipe for what you saw last night. The margin for error is slim, and when you have those knocks, when you're playing a team like the Lakers, that even without LeBron has talent, you're going to lose.
1: And you're gonna lose big. Uh good news, Steph Curry is not playing very well for the Warriors. He's in a real slump. Uh huh. Right. hundred and thirty eight points over his last four games. Four free throws made.
2: Out of four So he's not getting it at the line, is what you're <laughs> no, saying. I'm he's saying not he's not going James Harden and getting <laughs> all not. his points at the line.
1: And and on top of it, do you wanna hear a wild stat? I I mean some of this has just been my prep for tonight doing the the pregame show for yep. the jazz uh for the jazz. Stepping in for Jake, which I love doing. It's it's awesome because it just allows me to dive even more into the stuff that we're already going to be talking about. But this Warriors team is, you know, everybody looks at him and goes, "Boy, you guys are old and busted, and you're falling off the cliff." I heard I heard Hanson Scotty talking with the uh, the beat writer out of uh, out of Oakland, and they were being nice about like, you know, maybe they. I mean, they're not there yet, but they might be heading toward the possible slide of maybe not being the le- the legendary team anymore. And that's being generous because they are definitely not in that spot. No. They have definitely fallen off. and who but I will just tell you that Steph Curry has not. When did he win the uh, MVPs? Um, he definitely won it in 16. He may have won it I think he won it back- to back years 15 and 16. okay In 2014, 15 and si- 15, 16? Yes, yes, two times Okay, the 2016 season, that 2015, 2016 season. Yep. prior to the all-star break, the number of threes that he had made was 240. He has 250 made this year before the All-Star break. That's his MVP season. Yep. Now some of that might end up being because he's having to make up for lack of production by Clay Thompson, who by the way, we watched that clip today of him walking by Steph. Steph was trying to give him a little boost with a high five and he was like, "I'm not I'm not high-fiving you." He's bro. in a mood. He's in yeah. a mood. I've been like that. My wife tries to give me a high five and I'm like, "No, no, no." Shake her off. Not not having it. Not right now. Happy Valentine's Day. You're like, no. No. No, I can't do this right now. All right? So I I get it, but but Steph is still elite, beyond elite. If you're wondering if he should be in the all-star game, I look at those numbers and I go, oh, yeah, why is he not a starter this year? And it's because the Warriors are not in the top two or three seeds where they normally kind of are, or at least that they were in that run. Up, up and Although even in 22, they weren't like the best. Well, team When the, in the voting West. took place this year, they were an 11th or 12th place team in right. the West. Yeah, so they were struggling. All of those things put together make it to where tonight is also going to be a struggle. And, and I think that I've sort of, I've sort of consigned myself to thinking, all right, this is this is a little bit of a give up situation. Now they won't. These players don't. Will no, no, Hardy no. doesn't go. Let's uh, take it easy tonight. They're <laughs> going to fight. They're going to play
2: their hardest. They're going to play their best. They're competitors. But. It's like anything. When you're going to battle and the other team has more weapons, you better hope they just don't show up that night. Otherwise, you're gonna call, you're probably going to come up short. That's where the Jazz are at right now. The other team has more talent. The Warriors, as old as they are now, have more talent than the Jazz right now. They're more cohesive than the Jazz right now. They're more experienced than the Jazz right now. All those things favor the Warriors.
1: So it's tough, even at home, to beat them, and we saw that Monday night. Jazz versus Warriors tonight. Last night, another loss of the Lakers, but... Um, I think Jazz Nation is mostly understanding. <laughs> I would love to think that they are totally all kind of going, knowing, yeah, you know what? This is a rebuild. Uh but it what's happening now is the thing that last year at the beginning of the year, Locke kept trying to tell us and that we were trying that we were we were understanding it. Oh, this is a rebuild and it's not going to take uh one or two seasons. This is a 3 4 Five seasons. You don't want to think about that. That's a hard thing because I have no. I have no. <laughs> don't I don't have any foresight about that. I don't like. I have zero patience for anything, and so somebody going. Locke is like, "This is more of a thirty-six to forty-eight month uh, bill." I'm like, bah! You know, like I'm. Right. I'm going. What am I supposed to do for the next thirty-six or forty-eight months? Right. Talk about a team that has nights like hey, last night, and you're not a season ticket holder. What are you telling the season know, ticket holders? I know.
2: You want to go see great basketball, and right now you're seeing basketball that, let's be honest, is at the
1: NBA level is a little mid. Yeah. And they're getting worked by twenty at home. JJ just the the, the ears of the kids that were listening just now, they all perked up. JJ just said mid. I'm in. Jazz playoff contenders. That's cap. Oh, bet. <laughs> is that how they do it? <laughs> Uh, my son's like, what are we having for dinner this tonight? This jazz roster is <laughs> sus. <laughs> 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 my kid's like, what are we having for uh, dinner tonight? I'm like, burgers, but, Huh? <laughs> what did you say? But. I'm all, did you just burp? I don't know what just happened. <laughs> anyway, we got to catch up with the kids these days, JJ. We're I trying our best. You're getting our show there. So uh, we are at the RV show. This is something that I do. I can for certain tell you what's going to happen at the RV show. Uh, we come out here every year, sometimes twice a year and we get to see some of the coolest rolling out of some of the greatest technology that's coming out in the RV world. The RV business has changed just even over the last three or four years. They are responding to the customers who are saying, we want an RV, and we got to get there. And we want you to come down all weekend long at the Mountain America Expo Center. If you uh, bring your family down, kids 12 and under are free. You come down, you can get in, and just see some of the coolest stuff, the technology that is is, uh, emerging, plus some of the accessory stuff that doesn't i mean it's rv adjacent is what i'll call it stuff that isn't even right like you can put it you can attach it to the rv it could be in the storage part of the rv to enhance your experience uh ryan rasmussen is joining us here from camping world so we get to chat with some of the the vendors that are here and uh ryan camping world's been around for a long long time yes we have thanks for having me guys. absolutely uh tell us what's going on at the show what what if people go to the Camping World section of, uh, of the, of the, of the uh, Expo Center here, which, by the way, there's not a square foot that's not occupied, uh, what are they going to find and what kind of deals can they get?
3: First, we'll talk about the deals. Come down and find me. Anything we got to do to get you into the RV, yeah. we're pretty much going to do. Ridiculous savings, factory rebates, incentives that we're offering just from Camping World alone, and we got some awesome mini footballs. Oh, hey, the there you go. I'll
1: have to steal some of those before I leave for the <laughs> yeah, kids. Yeah. Blue for sure.
3: You yeah.
2: talk about the deals. What are some of the cool things they are got going on in the RV business right now? What are some of the things, the bells and whistles, that people are going to walk and be like, oh, wow, some i got to have that?
3: Yeah, for sure. Some of my favorites are going to be the auto leveling that is available. Super slick, pull right in, hit one button, everything's going to auto level. The solar wow. is another huge one. Everyone's asking about that. The trickles, charging systems are unbelievable. Um, my other favorite features, we got everything from coaches for couples all the way to families. we got bunk systems that are going to Offer betting for dogs as well. It's kind of a funny way to term it. Oh, got to have that. Got to have that. Betting for dogs. I got two of them.
1: (laughs) You got to bring them. (laughs) Got to. So They got to come. You said coaches for couples. That's the B van. That's what we're talking about, right? That's the popular... Like everybody loves a B van right now. Yeah, I'll do the hashtag
3: Van Life for you. I'll try, I'll try and be a little more current. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> cap. No cap. Yeah. Uh, no sus here.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> tell me. So tell me what why the B van is so popular because it's blown up over the last couple of years.
3: Yeah, a lot of it's just the mobility and you can get into any national or state park without any issues. It's not like the old days where you got a forty footer and you got to worry about spacing and if they're gonna flag you at the gate. The B van also is great for off grid. A lot of that is in tow with going to the dunes, heading into the Uenas more remote. Uh, I find that the B is comfortable. You've been married for 20, 30 years. It's a decent price. You're not having to do a truck and a trailer. Right. You're able just to get into something and no miles on it and be cozy. And there- the B van looks great on the Gram. <laughs> oh yeah, that's where I see it all the time. I'm like, what is he speaking? It's like what everybody is? on
2: Instagram
1: <laughs> has a B van. Yeah, man. No, it's they, all- they have these amazing adventures in their B van. I'm like, I want to do that. Uh, you do want to do that. If you've never done it before, you got to check it out. And if you've never done the hashtag uh, van life, or just even like been in an RV, walk through some of these units and just go through and go. Oh my goodness, 40 feet plus the slide outs. Your life is different on the road than what your parents were doing in the old uh, Winnebago. Right? Absolutely.
3: We would have islands in the kitchen, ceiling <laughs> fans. It's nuts. And the <laughs> thing
2: is, with financing and with the deals you have, it's that you can show people how you can do this. It's yeah. possible.
3: A lot of the units are close to $25,000 under what we normally would sell them just for mm-hmm. this event. Um, Camping World in Kaysville is where I'm at. Ask for me by name. I'm Ryan. I appreciate the nice intro. Uh, <laughs> I've, uh, I've filled up the propane for my home, for, on on one of my uh, on
1: one of my rigs at the Camping World right there, because that's my neck of
3: the woods. Not mine, too.
1: so. So, uh, all right, Ryan, come down, see the folks at uh, Camping World, and hang out and get the best deals possible at the RV show. We love coming here; it's fun to see all this stuff. Ryan, thanks for hanging out, man. We yeah. Appreciate, yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate you thanks, guys. Camping World, find them here at the uh, at the RV show. You can come down to Mountain America Expo Center all weekend long. 97.5, DKSL KSL Sports Zone. Ben Anderson going right. to give us his Thank thoughts on that, uh, on, that ga- on that game last night and tonight's game between the Warriors and the Jazz. So stay right here with us. Our Jazz insider, Ben Anderson, joining us next. Right here at 97.5, DKSL Sports Zone.
0: All season long and even in the offseason, it's Jazz Daily with JJ and Alex on your exclusive home of Utah Jazz basketball. 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
3: Basketball, gimme, give gimme, give gimme give the ball because I'm gonna dunk it! Alright everybody, welcome back.
1: It is JJ and Alex, 975, VKSL Sports Zone. And of course Tesh Brothers bringing you back the from the break here. Anytime here. we talk about the Jazz, part of our Jazz daily uh, commitment to you. Talking about the Utah Jazz. We spent the first twenty minutes uh, lamenting the last couple of games and the third straight loss for the Jazz happens to also be the last three games that they've had as this unit since the trade deadline. Joining us right now on the program, he is one of the hosts, of course, of Jake and Ben. He's the Ben portion of it. Every day, 10 to noon right here on the KSL Sports Zone. They're going to be at the RV show, I think, tomorrow. Ben, uh, we'll warm the seats up for you, man.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm excited to go out there.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, let's jump in because I'm trying to uh, – I was listening to you guys do the uh, – the pre-half and post last night, and not a lot of positives for this team uh, over the last few games, but I, I do think that there is just this idea of, hey, this team's trying to find themselves. I get the feeling that they're not going to find themselves uh, anytime soon, at least until after the All-Star break.
0: Uh, well, you know, the truth is I'm not sure this is a team that's designed to find itself. They, really. they will improve – And I think Will Hardy will, you know, figure out what rotations he wants to use to make sure that every game is not a 15-point blowout for the final 12 minutes where you're basically, you know, punting on a fourth of the game and not getting valuable reps for your young players, which is what this whole, you know, last week has been designed to do. At least a big part of it, I think, is to get Taylor Hendricks and get Keontae George and possibly even Bryce Sensabaugh before the end of the season some opportunities to play in high-leverage games. But you don't really do that when you're trailing by 15, 18, 20 going into the fourth quarter. And, you know, when you're giving up 138 points or 129 points like they have over the last three nights, it's just you've you got to be more competitive for the, to, to do that. So I think, I think you will still, still see some improvements, even if uh, it doesn't mean a lot of wins.
2: Ben, I just uh, read what you wrote today and posted on kslsports.com. Those of you listening can go do the same. Uh, previewing tonight's game and looking back on what happened last night. And the first thing
0: you get into was the defense. Just how bad was the defense last night? Yeah, they, just, they, they don't have the ability to get stops. And really over the last 13 games, it's pretty shocking how bad the defense has been. And some of it is shot making, which you will run into for opposing teams. But, you know, when you get to a month long, basically this started on January 18th, It has a lot to do with how you're performing and not just other teams randomly getting hot. And and so over the last 13 games, you know, opposing teams are scoring 125.5 points per 100 possessions, It's the worst defensive rating in the NBA. And then to break it down, it's kind of maybe a more easily to consume level. They're shooting 51 percent from the floor and 42 percent from three. So Mm. more than half of every shot goes in and more than four out of every 10, three goes in for opponents. It's just like you're never going to win. If yeah. the opponents shoot that well, you're certainly not going to win at any consistent level unless you just happen to be on fire as well. So that's the tough spot for the Utah Jazz, and it's why they're 4-9 and nine in their last 13 games. Now, I, I do think that can improve because the truth is the guys you gave up, especially Kelly Olenek, are not great defensive players. Uh, but that does mean that, you know, Taylor Hendricks, if he's stepping up and getting a lot of those minutes, he has to stop fouling and has to actually start, you know, Helping defensively, and you have to get better improvement from the guys that are on, that are on the floor, like Lowry, Markin, and like John Collins, who have both I think slipped defensively uh, as of late. So those are areas where the Jazz need to improve, and just by doing that with the veterans, you can have more competitive games.
1: So tonight, this uh, Warriors Jazz game has become interesting. This Warriors team has been like it. <laughs> Really weird this year. Obviously, they're in the news for all the wrong reasons with Draymond. Uh, of course, with the passing of uh, of one of their of one of their assistants, uh, you know, less than a month ago, and that makeup game being tonight. I mean, just all the things that have gone on, and then being on this like nice little streak. Obviously, they lost last night. But this is a team that they, they can get ahead, and then they relinquish that lead. That's kind of their signature, it seems like, because uh, I think they're one of the teams. I think mean, they might have the most, but they've lost six games that they've led by 15 or more this season. That's not a very uh, Steve Kerr type of a number for this team.
0: No, and it's something, you know, that that is frustrating. And it's usually a pretty, it's a pretty fatal flaw, you know. If you can't hold on to lead, which, by the way, is what the Warriors, tell they built their dynasty. You know, games would be close in the first half they would come out notoriously in the first 6 minutes of the third quarter and blitz you and they'd be up 18 and you would quit. Well, if they blitz you in the third quarter and they're up 18 and they can't hold on to the lead, then suddenly they're not the Golden State Warriors anymore and they've not been very good at home this season. They are 12 and 12 at home and 14 and 14 away from home. You know, it's 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 or excuse me, 12 and 12 on the road and 14 and 14 at home. They're just they're a middle of the road team. It doesn't really matter where they're playing. So, that's not a great sign for who they are. You know, we know how talented they are. I would expect them to win tonight. I think they're going to play above 500 basketball in the second half of the season because they figured out Jonathan Kaminga and finally had to use Andrew Wiggins again, who dropped off a lot this season. You know, Clay has to give up a lot of his opportunities because he's just not the Clay Thompson he once was. And Steph can still play at an MVP level. That's good enough to win you most of your games or at least more games than you lose. So they will finish above 500 this season. But I don't think that's a team that's going to compete for a title because of the things you mentioned. When you can't hold on to leads, when you don't consistently win at home, when you're not unbeatable anywhere, you, you tend to get beaten. And that's what's happened with the Warriors this season.
2: Well, for the Jazz, with the moves made after the trade deadline and the recent slide, it just the, – the idea of making the play into this point seems a little far-fetched. and doesn't seem like it's even in the best interest of them moving forward. And you turn your attention then to the draft, Ben. They've got that pick that could convey to the Oklahoma City Thunder if it's 11 or below, and they're right there. Uh, Your thoughts on that pick, and is it to their benefit to keep that pick or convey that pick?
0: Yeah, I I think ideally the best strategy is probably to get the pick this year, have another top 10 pick, whether you want to draft somebody to the roster or use it in a trade package to really improve the roster, qualify next year for the playoffs or the play-in tournament so you convey that pick to the Oklahoma City Thunder and then it doesn't mess with anything you're doing in 2026 when you have all these draft swap rights with the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Cleveland Cavaliers so if one of those teams is terrible you still have your own pick to swap because if you owe that pick to the Oklahoma City Thunder it wouldn't matter if the Cavaliers or the Minnesota Timberwolves even ended up with the number one pick and won the lottery you couldn't swap your pick because you don't own it so you want to make sure that that gets paid off that gets gets paid off either this year or next year. And because you've got 25, 26, 27 games left in the season, it already hurts. You might as well just, you know, sit in this painful spot for another month and a half, two months, get the top 10 pick and then plan on next year, paying it off. I think that makes the most sense to me, even if it's not a great draft, you know, even if, you know, you you don't think you're going to get a a huge difference maker. I, I think it makes sense to just get that done if you can and see what, what opportunities present themselves this offseason, whether you really like somebody in the draft that you can draft a 10, or you can package your trade pieces to move up even higher with this top 10 piece you have, or you put it in a trade package. And look, you know, by the time the draft rolls around, teams are going to get antsy. They're going to want to start rebuilds, or they're going to want to add players. And if you had, let's say, the ninth pick, you have the 28th pick, you have the 32nd pick, and you want to throw in either a proven veteran like the Jazz have that they didn't move at the trade deadline, a John Collins or a Jordan Clarkson or a Colin Sexton or whatever, or you want to throw in another young piece, whether that is a Taylor Hendricks or whether that is a Bryce thabaugh that's a pretty huge trade package to offer. So if the Jazz did want to make a move and somebody suddenly becomes available, they will have that flexibility.
1: Ben, uh, the rookies, you know, obviously there are, there are things that rookies have problems with, and there's usually a handful of them that are that are all kind of the same. What are those things that that you look at and you go, ah, that's a rookie mistake. Those are rookie things. And then what, what are the things that Taylor Hendricks has to work on compared to the usual rookie pitfalls?
0: Yeah, I mean, right now he's just like – he just catches the ball, and I think he panics, and so he just shoots the ball, which is, <laughs> is basically the worst thing you can do. And it, it's a little bit like, you know, we all have young kids, and we've watched them all play junior jazz, and it's like they catch the ball, and the first thing they do is look at the hoop, and it doesn't matter where they are. They're just going right.
1: to throw it as far as they can towards that the That three – that three last night that went off the backboard, uh, I went, oh, boy, he was not ready to shoot that, but he shot it anyway. <laughs> he was just like, well, I'm supposed to
0: do something and it's moving so quickly, I have to do something. Which, right. you know, they preach a half-second decision in the NBA. Like, catch it, you either got to shoot, pass, or dribble. And so like, I think by default, he's wide open. He's like, oh, they've, they've accidentally left me wide open without realizing it's not an accident. You know, they're, they're purposely not guarding you because they don't think you can make that shot. And he only shot one of six from downtown. So that's a good bet for opposing teams. He just needs to catch it. And because nobody's crowding him, it's not like they're going to steal the ball from him. He actually has a chance to stop look around survey have somebody else come and pick up the ball from him uh so those are the issues for him and then you know he just gotta he's gotta work hard defensively he's got to use his physical tools to his advantage and i think he can actually be a an advantageous player as soon as this season he just needs to slow down a little bit and i i totally get it he's very hardly played this year everyone else is you know 50 plus games into the season he's now into his what 16th game or something like that he just He's still so raw and so young. It's just going to take a lot of reps. And look, if the Jazz had played him since game one, this is not what he would look like at game 50. He would look a lot better. But the Jazz also didn't want to be, you know, 15 and 35 at this point. They wanted to be around 500 and still kind of have some of these important games to play to see if they do want to make the play-in tournament. Uh, And I think that will actually benefit him that they're on a team that has some competitiveness to it. So it's just got to slow down for him, and it will. But the physical tools you see... Uh, I mean, when the shot does go in, it's very smooth. He had a couple of shots attacking the basket that, you know, I didn't know if he had coming out of Central Florida. And then his, you know, his athletic tools of jumping up and grabbing rebounds and having the strength he already has at 19 or 20 years old is pretty impressive.
1: Ben Anderson, you can hear him every day on Jake and Ben, 10 to noon. They'll be at the RV show tomorrow where we are today. You can also download if you or uh, sign up for, if you've not done it yet, this is kind of the thing that hits your mailbox and then you read it and you're suddenly smarter about the Utah Jazz. It's a Jazz Notes newsletter that uh, Ben and uh, Chandler Holt and the KSL Sports team put together and it's uh, it's really good. You got, you, got to, you got to get it. Sign up for it. Let's get it going. Ben, thanks for joining us as usual. We appreciate it, man. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, guys. We'll see you. There you go. There's Ben Anderson, everybody.
2: Yeah, gets more on uh, where the current state of the Jazz is. Uh, don't defend well. Playing a lot of young players and and young you know, players
1: don't do a lot of things well. It's, so. just, it's just how it is,
2: right? I mean, everybody, we were all new in this business and we made mistakes. You know what I mean? Like, young players in the NBA are going to make mistakes, but they're going to learn from it. And it's just part of the process. And you're playing teams like the Warriors and the Lakers that don't have a lot of young players. So you see the
1: difference. Uh, man. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We're going to chat with Brett from uh, Paris RV here coming up in just a couple minutes. We're at the RV show, it is at the Mountain America Expo Center. In Sandy, all you have to do is come down. If you've got your kids with you, uh, they get in free if they're below the age of t- or twelve and, and under. So and come see us. Up. We have candy. Come see us. We do have the candy, and we have the good candy still. Sean, is this our? Is this the last of it? Or are we gonna? Oh boy! Oh, don't wait. Well, the, the buff. The buff. You know when you go. It's to gonna this, go as fast as that Rodney right. Hood bobblehead went last week. <laughs> at, uh, you, you know when you go. The, you know when you go to the pizza buffet. Yeah. And you're like, is this all you have? Is the veggie pizza? And then they're all, yeah, we're waiting on. Everything else to come out of the oven, or they go. We're not putting any more pizzas out. You go. Well, that's us right now with this chocolate. Although we, our chocolate is way better than the uh, veggie pizzas, so there's no doubt. Go. Let's get it going. Come down, see us at the RV show. We'll come back around the corner. We've got our Would You Rather. So stay right here with us. 97.5 DKSL Sports Zone. Listen, everybody. Real life hypotheticals to get your brain churning. As JJ and Alex ask, Would you rather? Welcome back. It is 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Alex Curie Jeremiah Jensen, JJ, and Alex every afternoon right here. Three to seven on your dial. Uh, by the way, we've been preaching it for the last couple weeks here, and today's the day. Next hour, we're going to read our Hercules Hero of the Week, brought to you by Hercules Credit Union. Nominate the youth sports volunteer that you know and love, somebody who's going the extra mile to make sure that the youth sports in your area are awesome. I don't care if it's the mom who's packing everybody on the team in their in their minivan, and she does it every year, and she's phenomenal. I don't care if it's that volunteer assistant coach that is, uh, you know, just making that difference, a little bit extra difference in the life of the kids. If it's the high school golf coach, whatever it might be, anybody who makes an impact on the lives of these youth. Uh, we want to make sure we hear about them. You can nominate them, kslsports.com/contests. That's kslsports.com/contests. And every Thursday we're going to roll out who the winner is. Today we've got one. We'll read it next hour, and they'll win fifty bucks, courtesy of uh, Hercules Credit Union on a nice little Visa uh, gift card. There, JJ, you're ineligible. Plus, you don't do anything in uh, sports. Come on, not a thing. <laughs> Except for pay into it, just like the rest of us.
2: Except spend every Friday night <laughs> calling high school football games during the fall.
1: Oh, okay. Nominate JJ, everybody. He goes I above I don't it, need to be nominated. He goes above and I beyond. I love doing that. Can you believe fun? it? No, I'm just saying, like, uh, <laughs> but no, I
2: don't, I don't actually. We're all the ones who I'm not out there grinding with no, all the no, other no, people. No. So no. It's, it's awesome that we're giving them the attention they deserve because there's so many in this community. The reason why we have so many professional football players from Utah is because of the people at the grassroots level oh, yeah. that lead these organizations or to even the rec league, whoever it is. Like, there's so many options for
1: kids in sports these days. So <laughs> we got we to we give love to these people, and that's why we're doing this. Uh, all right. Listen, we're at the RV show, which means that we uh, I have an RV, would you rather. You ready? I'm ready. Would you rather live in an RV, right? Yeah. Just putting across the country. Or we were just at the boat show also. Yes, we were. Or
2: live on a houseboat. Now, the houseboat sounds amazing and cool living out on the water, but you know what? I can take that RV anyway. to the beach. I can take that RV yes. to the lake. That's a good point. I'm going RV
1: all the way. You feel, uh, you'd feel you feel like you were. Uh, it's a no-brainer for me. Yeah. All right. So the RV. I, I, a- the I answered
2: that definitively.
1: I know. I didn't waver. Here's the thing is I, I am actually way more familiar with driving RVs than I am with a houseboat. Right. So I feel comfortable in that world <laughs> as opposed to going out there and, uh, you know, I don't know. Breaking something, blowing something up on the on and boat. And we've seen that, yes, even recently. So Yes, we have. That would be a nightmare. Uh, okay, would you rather beat Steph Curry in the three-point contest at the All-Star game, or at the All-Star weekend, uh-huh. or beat Mac McClung at the dunk contest? Now, the dunk contest has its prestige. Think about the winners, the past winners of yeah. the dunk contest. But if you win the three-point, but if you beat Mac McClung... At the dunk contest, who's in it again this year, by the way. right. Very different from beating Steph Curry on the three-point line. I don't know. Maybe you you tell me which one you'd rather do. Beating the greatest shooter of all time (laughs) in a (laughs) three-point contest would be great for
2: the ego. Oh, yeah. But to have the ability to be so good at dunking that you could win the NBA Slam Dunk Mm. Contest, I think I would go there just because of the thrill of being able to do such a thing. Yeah. I've made a three-pointer before. I've never thrown down a 360
1: in, in front of a crowd before. I wish I could do that. You know, normally I would say that there's no wrong answers here, but you've got the absolute wrong answer. Okay. Beating Steph Curry at the three-point contest Let's is the Sabrina absolute. Let's hope Sabrina Ionescu can do it. It's <laughs> is is the absolute only important thing that can happen. That's the one that I want. You're wrong again, Alex. That's All right, okay. fine. Uh, we're at the boat show. like, or, Sorry, the boat show. I just said boat show because I have it in front of me. We're at the RV show. Uh, yes. They are not boats. They are RVs. And Brett's joining us here from Paris RV. Hey, we uh, we get to hear these Paris RV ads on our station all the time, uh, Brett. So yeah, we appreciate you. Roll it out here, man. What, what's so I, I know about the dealer incentives and things like that so you typically get at the show, but what's something somebody can come in this weekend and they
4: won't get that at the normal dealership? I think probably just the view of all of these vehicles under one roof, plugged in, clean, ready to look at. You know, if you come to one of my stores, I've got four locations. If you come to one of those, you're only going to see the brands that I carry you come to the expo center and you're going to see uh, you know seven or eight major dealers from the uh, salt lake area and they've all got their very best units in here plugged in lights on and you can just go from vehicle to vehicle and check them all out
1: you don't have to clear the snow off of these this weekend which is nice
4: <laughs> yeah no snow i saw that side that you warm, just had that's nice part of dry the deal that you guys have to yeah, deal with. warm no rain yeah, you know oh, yeah. you know it's just it's a great environment it's a great place to come down see all the different types Bring your family. Make a night of it. Yeah. When listeners come down here, you're ready to let them tour one of your units. What's that one thing you're like, come here, you've got to see this? What is it you, what is it you bring up? You know, I have 74 vehicles in this. in this, in this uh, I have 74 here, here today. Wow. So I've got a little bit of everything, yeah. but the things that kind of jump out at me, I've got these uh, Dynamax Super Cs, which are pretty cool. Yeah i'd say that's a big wow i mean you know you look at them they've got big wheels and tires blackout package oh you know they're sitting on a freightliner chassis they're just super cool um but i've got things like you mentioned the the mom with the minivan i've got tent trailers that and you think oh tent trailer that sounds kind of boring but you know one with big wheels and tires and a shower and a toilet and a slide out sleep seven goes behind a minivan is a great little trailer that you can take your family out and have a good time and you know if you have an rv you know, you can leave it ready to roll on the side of your house, whether it be a travel trailer, a toy hauler, a fifth wheel. It doesn't really matter. But what it does mean, if you have something like that, you've got a vacation every single weekend if you choose to, if you choose to do it. Wow.
1: Uh, <clears throat> I try to preach the gospel of the RV uh, all the time because I'm like, listen, if you, if you get in it and you have that moment with your family. Because the, the memories you make, I mean, I, I, I've taken trips up to Seattle to see my parents in the RV. We've done the Disneyland thing in the RV. By the way, that's a hack.
4: I've done it myself. You do that. It is a blast.
1: They have uh, RV parking
3: by the way is. at Disney. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: That's just specific for RVs. Mm-hmm. That is the way. And when you and you go, look, we uh, we got a couple hours here. We got little kids. Let's go do the nap in the RV for them. Make some sandwiches, get some food. You get the recharge and then you head back into the parks again. That is, I'm, I'm telling you, it is a hack that you've got you to experience, and you don't have to worry about, you know, getting there and then, you know, running back to the parking lot, you know, with your,
4: with your minivan or anything. So that's one of those things I try to tell people about. If The memories are the biggest part about the, this, too. The, the memories are huge. You know, you get 18 years with your kids, right? Yeah. So you've got to make the most of it. You know, a family that uh, plays together stays together, yeah. right? We've all heard that saying. And I look at it and go, you know, let's say you just don't have a lot of time to go outside the area. We're super lucky in Utah. We've got 44 state parks. We've got te- uh, 12 federal parks. You could spend the next decade hitting our 56 parks wow. and think about that. And the, and the beautiful thing about these parks is it's super fun for the family. The kids love it. At the same time, it's, it's really educational. They don't realize that they're learning things but they are so having an rv is the easiest way to do it you can go spot to spot no problem leave all your stuff packed in there you're not coming in and out of a hotel room you know you are you're right you can eat in the in the rv so you're not spending money out at a restaurant Mm -hmm. it really it really is a super nice way to travel you can go all 12 months of the year and it's just a ton of fun for your family and this is really the very best place to kind of Come oh. and see everything at, at one spot under one roof. It's the biggest buying event of the year and the biggest show of the year. No Let's go.
1: There's no, uh, Brett just gave you no excuses. You've got to come down. You've got to check it out. Paris RV, four locations across the state of Utah. But come down this weekend and see all the units they have. There are always deals to be had. There are thousands and do- tens of thousands of dollars off these units, so you might as well take advantage. Brett, thanks for hanging out, man. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks, That's guys. Great, Brett. Thank yeah. you. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Stevenson Sylvester Sly is going to jump on and give us his thoughts on that Super Bowl, uh, plus much more. So stay right here with us, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.